are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome. You're listening to the Locked On Yankees podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Stacey Gotsoulias, and I'm the host of Locked On Yankees. You can find us on Twitter at Locked On Yankees, all one word. You can find me on Twitter at Stace Gotts. Please feel free to tweet questions or comments to either account, and I will do my best to answer any questions you have and respond to any comments you have. If you're a new listener, hello and welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. I hope you all enjoy today's episode. We will be recapping the Yankees' home run barrage from last night against the Blue Jays. We'll be previewing the series against the Red Sox this weekend up in Fenway and more. But first, you can get Locked On Yankees and all other Locked On podcasts straight to your phone in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Yankees. Here's a funny story. Last night, I was kind of feeling gypped. It was 2-2 heading into the bottom of the fourth. The Yankees hadn't, you know, broken out like they had the previous two nights. And I was about to tweet, jokingly, obviously, that I miss home runs. Then the Yankees hit five home runs in an inning. What on earth? So let's relive that inning since it was so much fun. The inning started off innocently enough. Gio Urshela lined out, and then Clint Frazier worked a walk, and Gary Sanchez comes up. Runner goes, and that one is ripped into left field. That is going to be a base hit and up against the wall, an absolute bullet off the bat of Sanchez. Frazier will score easily. It's an RBI double for Gary Sanchez, and the Yankees take a 3-2 lead. Then something you've probably never seen before happens. Here's Gardner, runner at second, one out. That one is driven deep to right center field. There it goes. See ya. Into the Yankee bullpen. A two-run shot for Gardner. And the Yankees now lead 5-2. to two. At this point, Blue Jays fans are thinking, here we go again. And Yankee fans are thinking, woohoo! Then... A millisecond after they stopped showing Brett Gardner's home run on replay, this happens. And here is DJ. He swings, has a fly ball down the right field line. That ball is gone over the wall. Boy, does he have that stroke down. Inside out stroke to right field. David John makes long gone. He homers to right. And he and Gardner go back to back and a belly to belly. And the Yankees now take a 6-2 lead. So that's two home runs in a row, both on the first pitch. And then this happens. Luke Voigt wraps one deep into right center field. There it goes. See ya. Back to back to back. 20th home run for Voigt. And the Yankees are pouring it on as they lead 7-2. The Yankees go back to back to back. Three home runs on three first pitches. Then Aaron Hicks comes up, swings out of his shoes for strike one, fouls off a ball, then strikes out swinging on three pitches. This is even funnier considering what happens after. Here's Stanton. 
And he swings and hits a long drive to right center. It is high. It is far. It is gone. The ball went over the grandstand and up into the bleachers. A Stantonian home run. Giancarlo. No si po Stoparlo. He hits another home run. Yankees have had four home runs in the inning. I think they've had 17 home runs in the last three games. Yeah, it was getting ridiculous, and it was to the point where the reaction on Twitter was just people laughing because it was absurd at this point. And then it became even more absurd. Well, now Glaber Torres has his turn. High fly ball, deep left center. There it goes. How about five? See ya. A home run for Glaber Torres. The Bronx Bombers are flexing. 9-2 Yankees. So after Glaber Torres' home run, which was the fifth of the inning, Toronto finally decided to take Chase Anderson out of the game and replaced him with Wilmer Font. I felt so bad for Anderson. I mean, the guy was... I've never seen anything like it. I've seen something close when Chase Wright gave up back-to-back-to-back-to-back home runs in Fenway in 2007, but I've never... I don't think I've ever seen... A team allow a pitcher to give up five home runs in an inning. So they replace Anderson with Wilmer Font. Gio Urshela hits a single, but then Clint Frazier lined out to end the inning. In the top of the fifth, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. hit his second home run of the night. He had himself a night against Masahiro Tanaka, and you can tell Masahiro Tanaka was not very happy about it. He singled out Gurriel in his post-game comments. So yeah, he was not happy about that, but thankfully... The offense backed him up and it didn't matter. He could have given up five home runs to Gurriel Jr. and the Blue Jays wouldn't have won. In the bottom of the seventh, Gary Sanchez joined the home run party. So here's Gary Sanchez. He's one for three, an RBI double and a run scored. High fly ball, left field, Gurriel back, reaching for the wall. He's at the wall. See ya, another home run for the Yankees as Sanchez goes yard and it's 10-3 bombers so for the first time in franchise history and the first time i believe in major league baseball history a team hit six or more home runs in three games in a row the yankees had six on tuesday seven on wednesday and six more on thursday last night the blue jays made things interesting in the top of the ninth jonathan holder came in to replace adam Ottavino. He got Vlad Guerrero to line out to center field for the first out. Travis Shaw doubled. Lourdes Gurriel Jr. singled because he just couldn't stop hitting the ball last night. That advanced Shaw to third. Joe Panic walked to load the bases. Danny Jansen hit a single that scored Travis Shaw. So then the bases were loaded again. Kevin Biggio walked, which scored Lourdes Gurriel Jr. So it's 10-5 at that point. Aroldis Chapman has to come in to replace Holder. Bo Bichette hits a two-run single to make it 10-7. And then Chapman settled down. You got Randall Grichik to strike out swinging and Teoscar Hernandez to strike out swinging. Those two batters are scary. They like doing well against the Yankees. And it was good to see Chapman get strikeouts on both of them to end the game. That was a strong showing from Chapman. Sure, the single to Bo Bichette wasn't great, but he wasn't the one who put the runners on base. I'm also sure that Chapman didn't think he would be in the game when they went into the top of the ninth with a 10-3 lead. 
Next, we'll be previewing the series against the Red Sox this weekend up in Fenway, and I will give you any Yankees news you need to know. But first, talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually guys brush it off or blame themselves, saying things like, I lost my mojo, or they avoid it altogether with excuses like, I've had a long day at work, or sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it. With a real healthcare professional who can provide real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnMLB and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnMLB today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnMLB. One more time. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnMLB. Before we preview the series up in Fenway, I noticed an article on Yankees.com that says 13 ways the Yankees offense just made history. So let's go through those 13 ways. This will be fun. The Yankees' 43 runs against Toronto were their most in any three-game series in 90 years. The only time in franchise history that New York scored more runs in any three-game set, its lineup featured Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig. From June 14th through 17th of 1930, the Yankees beat the Indians 11-7, 17-10, and 17-2 for a combined 45 runs. Just for a point of reference, my grandparents got married on June 22nd, 1930, so five days after that series ended, which is crazy to think about. And then what about any three-game span? The only other time since 1940 that the Yankees scored at least 43 runs over three games, regardless of series boundaries, came in 2007. The Yankees' 43 runs over the three games are more than any they scored over their previous 10 games combined, which was a total of 41, when they hit a grand total of 12 homers. Ten days ago, on September 8th, when we all were lamenting how bad the Yankees were, they lost to the Blue Jays 2-1, they dropped to 500 on the year, they were 21-21, and and they only had a plus-three run differential. Since then, they've won eight straight games, they've outscored their opposition 71-20. to Now, I mentioned this earlier. The Yankees hit six home runs on Tuesday, seven on Wednesday, six more on Thursday. So not only are they the first team in Major League history to hit at least six home runs in three consecutive games, but they're the only club to go deep even five times three in a row. The Yankees' 19 home runs in the series are the most by a team in any series of any length in the modern era, so that's since 1900. The prior record was 17 by the Twins in a four-game series against the Senators way back in August 1963. Altogether, the 19 home runs traveled a combined projected distance of 7,496 feet, 
That's according to StatCast, or 1.42 miles. The 19 home runs are also a record for any three-game span by a single team. The Yankees hit five home runs in the fourth inning, which set a franchise record and tied a major league record for a single inning. It was the seventh time a team hit five home runs in an inning. It was the first since the Nationals hit five in the third inning against the Brewers back on July 27, 2017, and it hadn't happened in an AL game since June of 1966 when the Twins did it against the Kansas City A's. So, yeah, that's a long time ago. The Yankees hadn't hit back-to-back-to-back home runs since June 3rd of 2017, and it also happened against the Blue Jays on that day, although it was in Toronto that time, and it was Matt Holliday, Starling Castro, and Didi Gregorius who did the honors. Later in the same inning, that magical fourth last night, Giancarlo Stanton and Glaber Torres also went back-to-back. According to James Smythe of Yes Network, who's a really good follow on Twitter, and he's a really nice guy, I've met him in person, this was the 12th game in Yankees history in which they went back-to-back multiple times, and it's the first in which the pair of back-to-back home runs came in the same inning. Luke Voigt's home run was his 20th of the season, which leads the league, and he's the third player in franchise history to reach that mark within the first 50 games of a season. The other two to do that... Babe Ruth in 1926, 1928, and 1930, and Mickey Mantle in 1956. The last player with any team to hit as many as 20 home runs in his team's first 50 games was Josh Hamilton for the Texas Rangers way back in 2012. Actually, 2012 is not way back when we're talking about Babe Ruth and Mickey Mantle. If this were a 162-game schedule, Voight's pace would be 70 home runs right now. (laughs) And he's doing this on a bum foot. So, I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. In 2019, Voight hit 21 home runs in 510 plate appearances. And he hit his 20th home run in his 105th game. His 20th home run this season came in game number 46. And he reached that figure in his 188th plate appearance. So now the Yankees go from the friendly confines of Yankee Stadium to Fenway Park. Tonight's matchup is Jordan Montgomery against Martin Perez. Montgomery recorded a career-high nine strikeouts in his last outing. He held the Orioles to an unearned run and three hits over five and two-third innings. This will be his third start of the season, and he beat the Red Sox back on July 31st. Martin Perez has been Boston's most consistent starter this season. He got the win in his last start at Tropicana Field, and he held the Rays to three runs, two earned, over five innings. Boston's starter has not been listed for Saturday, and I'm not sure if they do bullpen games like other teams. Maybe that's the case for Saturday, but the Yankees have Jay Happ going. He's been excellent his last five starts. He's pitched to a 2.45 ERA while striking out 27 batters and only walking five. And I've said this about 50 times in the last two weeks that his problem was giving up walks. Well, he hasn't done that a lot, obviously, in his last five starts. So as soon as I started complaining about how many people he was walking, he fixed his stuff. Hap pitched five innings against the Orioles in his last start. He allowed one run on five hits. 
Oh, and a quick programming note. Friday night's start is 7.30. Saturday's start is also 7.30. In Sunday's finale, which starts at 1.07 p.m., Davy Garcia will be facing off against Tanner Houck. I think that's how you say his name. Garcia has won his past two starts, each with seven innings and six strikeouts against the Blue Jays. As for Houck, this is his second start. His first one went very well. He threw five shutout innings against the Marlins, and he struck out seven. So that's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to remind you that you can subscribe to this show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play a podcast, Locked On Yankees. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate the podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. So enjoy your weekend, and I will talk to you all on Monday.